What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleteNext.com. So today we continue our perfect workout series, this time with what I call the perfect push-up workout. And no, we're not gonna be using any of those twisting push-up devices to do it. As a matter of fact, you're not even gonna find any rep counts here. Why? Because as soon as I see a push-up driven workout that has reps as the goal, the end goal of the workout, I know immediately that the person who prescribed that doesn't really understand the main benefit of push-ups and the fact that there is so much variability and our abilities to do different kinds of push-ups, that assigning a rep count is not gonna cut it. You need to train these exercises to failure. And beyond that, we also have to understand that push-ups by their own biomechanics are somewhat limited in terms of the activation on the chest. No adduction. Unless, of course, you know how to select the right versions of push-ups that will allow us to do that. I'm gonna do that in this workout. And beyond that as well, guys, there's no limitation here to the effectiveness of your chest training just because you're using push-ups. You can target the different areas of the chest, once again, if you use the right kinds of push-ups. You can hit the upper chest here if you change the direction of your arm in relation to your body when you do your push-ups. You can hit the sternal portion of the chest here if you know the right alignment of your arms when you do your push-ups. You can hit the lower or the abdominal head here of the pec if, once again, you know how to vary the angle of your arms in relation to your body when you perform your push-ups. And as I said in the beginning here, not all of us are at the same level when it comes to performing push-ups, but it doesn't mean we can't get the most out of it. I'm gonna break down for you a step-by-step -step workout here, including all the things I think are missing from common push-up workouts for three levels of ability, beginners, intermediate, and advanced. So if you're ready to get going here, I'm ready to start breaking it down here, guys, for you, the perfect push-up workout. Alright, so as we kick off this workout, remember, just because your selection of exercise is minimized to push-ups and push-up variations, it doesn't mean that we have to throw all chest training science out the window with it. We can still hit the different areas of the chest as we would with a full chest workout as long as we understand the positioning of the arms as we perform our exercises. And we start here with a targeting of the upper chest, the clavicular fibers of the chest that move and run downward and outward which we should understand right away if you're following this channel for any length of time, that if we want to follow those fibers, we need to move our arms in a position or in a direction from low to high. Following the direction of these fibers that run this way, we want to make sure that our body moves in that same way. And we can actually do that here with the first one here for beginners, this knee push away. And with the knee push away, guys, again, look at the relationship of the body to the arms. You can see that as I push back, those arms are actually traveling in a relative low to high position, even though they're fixed on the ground. And this will allow us to more effectively hit this upper chest area. If we're going to be more at an intermediate level, we do this, the prowler push-up. Of course, being off of the knees makes the exercise more difficult right off the bat, but the commonality is that the position of our arms is the same, and we're still hitting that area of the chest more effectively. And if we're at the advanced level here, we'd back ourselves up to a wall, put our feet up there, and now again with much more difficulty, still obtain the same goal here, and that is to effectively target the upper chest. Now the idea is you want to target the upper chest first because these exercises tend to be the ones that we're weakest at. So while we're the most fresh and while we have the most energy, this is when we want to hit them. Now what do you do? You take every single one of these exercises to failure. Again, if I were to prescribe a certain rep count to any of them for you, I likely would be doing either one of two things. Either giving you too many that you can't do, or too few that you could have done more of. And either way, you're undercutting your abilities here on this workout, and I want to make sure you get the most out of this. So what you do is you perform the repetitions to failure, and instead of resting, what do we do? In this perfect push-up workout here, we actually mix in a little bit of abs, and for good reason. You see, we're in position here, as you can see on the knee push-away, to sort of just roll over 
and assume an ab position here, right? Fill the gap of your rest period with something else. It's a good idea to work in some extra ab work when you can. This is a great opportunity. This V-sit hold allows us to do that. Likewise, if we're at the intermediate level, we move from this prowler push-up right into the V-sit hold once again, but this time with some scissors, right? Just make it a little bit more challenging. And you just do this ab exercise until you're ready to go back and perform the next exercise in the push-up workout. For the more advanced here, we transition from that decline push-up right into something that's a little bit more dynamic, and it's the scissor V-up. Now, you perform this again for your rest period, and you move on to phase two of the workout here. Now, we want to target that middle or sternal portion of the chest. So we have three options once again. If you're at the beginner level, you're going to perform standard push-ups from your knees. And you can see here, guys, again, the idea is to really get lock out the arms fully, get a good full push-up. We talked about that in previous videos, too and just rep them out until failure. Make sure that you're not leaving your butt stuck up in the air, but you got it dropped down, your hips are down, and again, you perform good, solid, full-range push-ups. If you're at the intermediate level, you perform standard push-ups from your toes. Once again, same concept here, take it all the way to failure. If you're doing the advanced version here, you'd perform this exercise, and this is the archer. Now, obviously, this is more difficult, but with all of these guys, what is the common theme again? the position of the arms is now aligned pretty much at this horizontal, allowing us to more effectively hit the fibers of the chest that run in this direction laterally from the sternum out to the arm. So you want to perform each of these, and then once again, we fill the rest period with the same exercises we did in the beginning, the ab exercises, the V-sit hold for the beginners, the V-sit hold and scissors for the intermediate, and then the scissor V-up for the more advanced. At this point now, we want to target the lower chest, the abdominal head of the chest, the lower portion here where the fibers run in this direction. So if the fibers are running from here to here, we know we need to move our arms from a direction of high to low, just like we would with a dip performed in a full equipment workout for the chest. Well, we have options. When we perform the easy version here for the lower chest, we have the incline push-up. And it's a little bit backwards. People think the incline push-up can't be working the lower chest, but if you look at the position of the arms, you realize just how it does. Our arms are going to be in relation to our body, down lower, from the horizontal. So we perform this exercise to failure. At the intermediate level, we perform this exercise. This is called the pseudo-planche. It's a little bit more difficult. You will feel some of this in the front delt as well, but because the arms are relatively positioned lower from horizontal than it would be in a standard push-up, you're going to definitely feel this targeting more of that lower chest area. And then finally here for the advanced, we have this exercise, which is the modified Hindu push-up. We're not going to go all the way back and swoop all the way back. We're going to come and focus on that sort of forward position. But different than a cobra push-up, which is going to more effectively hit the triceps, you want to get your elbows away from the sides, not tucked in tight and extended behind your body, which would hit more of the long head of the tricep. We want to get our elbows flared a little bit more out to the side, which will allow us to feel this more in the chest. And again, work on that positioning of the arm relative to our torso that keeps the focus more on the lower chest. Now, some of us would say, hey, is that it? Are we done? No, not really, because I mentioned in the open, adduction is one of those elements of a chest contraction that's missing from this workout and it's missing from almost every push-up workout. You have to find a way to work it in. All the push-ups tend to keep our hands in a fixed position on the floor, eliminating the benefit that we get of chest contraction and full chest contraction by having our arm cross our body. So if our hands are still in contact with the floor, is there something we can do to create adduction at least relatively? And we can. We can turn our body towards the arm to create that. 
So every perfect push-up workout has to have some form of an adduction exercise. So for the beginners, you're going to be doing what we call here the twisting push-up from your knees. And again, you can see that instead of having to move my arm towards the midline, what I do is I move my body towards the arm, which creates an adduction of the arm. And we rep this out to failure, once again going back to our ab exercise for our rest period. At the intermediate level, we're going to do the twisting push-up once again, but this time not from our knees, but from our toes. You can see me repping out a few here. The idea is still the same. Now finally here, if you're at the advanced level, you can incorporate an extra band, anchor it to somewhere low, and as I perform my push-up, I drive across. So now I've actually got active arm adduction here by simply lifting one off of the ground. Again, more challenging why it belongs in the advanced level. Of course, we're going to work both sides here, working the right arm over to the left and the left arm over to the right. And again, finally, as if this wasn't even enough, one thing I always believe in, especially when we're talking about bodyweight training, is what we slow down, we should speed up. I like to end this workout with at least one explosive version of a push-up. In the case of the beginners here, we have this lateral knee plyo push-up. Once again, you're on your knees to try to unweight some of your body weight and make this easier, but the idea is to try to explode off of the ground. Realize some true power by pushing through the ground and trying to elevate your body off the ground, and then simply moving your arms side to side just a little bit to make it a little bit more dynamic and challenging. You would take this all the way through to failure. If we're at the intermediate level, our option is this. This is the double hand release push-up. Double hand release push-up? That's what you want to call it, Jeff? All right, it's your video, dude. Hey, look. I, I, I've never been good at naming these things, but the idea is it works. And what we're going for here is the fact that the hand release will take away a lot of momentum. You have to go all the way down. When you release your hands on the bottom, you're forcing your chest to have to touch the ground, and now you need to regain momentum from a zero state. You're not just simply bouncing up and down through a push-up. And then finally here at the advanced level, we have something a bit complex, and this is the Brock Shuffle push-up. This gets a lot more athletic, a lot more explosive, filling the need that we have to speed up the slow down tendency that we have in all of our push-up variations. So make sure you choose something that makes you be explosive at the end of your workout. So now how many times do you go through this? I would say to work your way through this entire workout two to three times. At the end of the exercises for the upper, the middle, the lower, the adduction, and the explosive, you would rest about three to five minutes and then go back and perform a second or an optional third round. To construct a perfect chest workout in the form of push-ups only, it is very possible. But you can't start throwing numbers at me and telling me 100 push-ups is going to do it. It's not. And as a matter of fact, with no care towards the selection of the exercises and just to randomly tell you to do a few different choices of exercises, is totally undercutting the science of training. It's totally undercutting the fact that the chest is capable of being hit in different areas if we know the right exercises to select. Hopefully you know how to do that now, and I've laid all these exercises out for you, and I've laid all the different versions here out for you in the form of the Perfect Push-Up series so that you can have this and go try it for yourself. If you're looking for more step-by-step -step workouts to allow you to get much more out of your training when you apply real science to what you do, they're all available over at AthleanX. In the meantime, if you found the video helpful, leave your comments and thumbs up below. Let me know also what else I want to cover, and I'll do my best to do that for you. And if you haven't already done so, guys, make sure you click subscribe and turn your notifications so you never miss a new video when we put one out. All right, guys. See you soon.